This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the VO Life. I'm Troy Holden, your blue-collar voice of choice here close to Nashville, Tennessee, in a little town called Westmoreland, just north of Nashville, up in the uh, up on the ridge, we like to say, up on the ridge and down in the holler is kind of where I'm at. Uh, today, an odd subject, maybe. Maybe uh, I'll bend your ear the wrong way or the right way. I'm not sure today. But I want to talk about the flood and and uh, the so many and the so much and the overwhelming amount of information you're hit with as a new VO. So let's back up a year. Here came COVID and all of these folks like me and you and, and all, we maybe wanted to get into VO and we got into VO. So many go into it with not a clue. I mean, not a clue at all as to what do I need to do this? How do I do this? How does this work? Some do a lot of research before they decide they're going to give it a go and they get involved in groups, and some just jump in both feet. Then the the thing that seems to have happened is there's a ton of people, not only new to VO, but there's also a ton of people out there waiting to take your money, waiting to teach you and show you, waiting to do things for you, waiting to help you. And do you sometimes scratch your head and go, how do I choose? How do I know you're legit or you're legit or you're legit? Well, I'm going to tell you a lot of times you're not going to know and you're not going to get anybody to tell you. And I say that with all the love in my heart because if I know, I'll tell you. But there are a lot of things that go on out there that I think are a little bit scammy, freaky. I don't understand. Um, and, and, and let me let me say this to say that because I've already said that. A lot of people are out for uh, to make a living teaching you, but that's their living. That's okay if that's all they do. But are they successful at it? That's where your job comes in to find out. Give me the name of five former students. Give me the name of 10 former students. And you need to actually talk to those people and see what did you get from that course? What did you get from that You're not asking them to give it to you. Don't share the information with me. I'll pay for it if it's worth it. But I don't want to go chasing things that are, you know, fruitless. And uh, I've done it. I've done a little of it. Um, But I've also had some things that were very fruitful that probably weren't as advertised or as well known as others. So it's tricky, right? Today, I'm not going to give you names. I'm not going to help you out with that. But I want to make you aware of of a lot of things going on. Here are some things in my head that tells me I need to watch. You know, I need to pay attention to this. So the first thing I want to know is if you're teaching me to do voiceover, are you teaching me which part? Are you teaching me the business side? Are you teaching me the voice acting side? Are you teaching me my audio and how to do that properly? To me, it's all different. So I don't really expect one person to teach me all of that. Um, they may know some things about it, but I don't want 
I just don't want that one person as a catch-all. I want to go to a coach who's, who has got an acting background, if they're going to teach me voice acting, that they have a successful or have had a successful voiceover career. Things don't last forever. My favorite quote, and heard it uh, this past week while I was, uh, while I was home listening to uh, music, I was listening to the, uh, I think it was in 2019, the the revamped Eagles at the uh, at the, uh, oh gosh, the Vince Gill, uh, he was with them, and uh, Don Henley was still alive. Glenn Fry had passed on. Deacon Fry was with them. So I watched an interview with Vince Gill with a guy named Joe Chambers, who I remember him in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, had Chambers guitar many years ago. Um, great guy. And he was interviewing Vince, and Vince said his most prolific advice he gives all young artists is, hey, they stopped playing Elvis's records, too. Think about that. So as a, as a VO, that time can run out. You might have had a 10, 20-year run, and now you're coaching. I respect that, and I, and I think you're probably a pretty decent coach. You probably know your stuff. But I also like a working VO as a coach because they're keeping up on things. So there's a couple of different takes on that. The thing that does scare me to death is people that have not been in this very long that are coaching. Um, they don't have the experience to do that. They shouldn't be doing that yet. They may get there, you know, and they probably will get there. They're probably climbing and doing well, and let's say they're making $10,000 a month, $15,000 a month. That's great. You're hot. Will it last? I don't know. Um, what aspects of the business do you know? Well, I know these two platforms. This is where I make my money. I make all my money right here. I don't want to learn from you. I'm sorry. I want to learn how to do a variety. I want to learn how to market direct. I want to learn how to eventually land agents. I want to work through agencies and production houses. I don't want to work on the $5 platforms forever. I'm not saying I'd stop because there is some good business there. I also want to go after and cultivate my own business that's not generated by Upwork, Fiverr, Badalgo, Voices.com, Voices123, uh, what's all the others, a couple others. Uh, well, there's actually more than a couple. I don't want to rely on that. I want to rely on me. I need to go get that. I need to hustle that, and I need to market that. So can you teach me that? That's one aspect. Marketing coaches, coaches that can teach you how to get your stuff out there. But let me tell you this thing, too. If you don't do what they tell you and follow it, and you don't push, 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 and press, You'll be saying bad things about that coach in two months. Now, he, didn't, he didn't show me anything. None of it worked. Well, probably because you didn't follow through. If, they, if they're reputable and you get the references and you have found out these five people did this, these five people did that, and you're not following through, it's on you. It's not on that coach. All right? So don't blame the coach if you're not executing. Um, and I know this is rambling and it's willy-nilly today, but um, between the different areas you're going to look at, uh, do you need audio coaching? Is your audio good enough to win auditions? That's, that's a lot more important than you think. 
it has doesn't have a lot to do with well which DAW am I using, which interface, which mic. No, are you able to deliver clean, semi-unprocessed? Because I'm not going to lie to you, nobody's going to get a totally raw file from me. They're going to get. Um, I'm going to work on the noise. I'm going to work on the clicks. I'm going to make sure it's level, the right volume. There's no things going on in there, and it's clean. I am not going to compress it. I am not going to over-EQ it because if they happen to say, well, we like that Audition file, we're going to use it, and if they can't process it on their side, then, you know, they're, they're going to be unhappy. So that's part of it. Get get that audio sound, you know, and I've talked about this on 20 podcasts. Get your room right. Get, get the room right. Get your sound right. Get coaching. Practice, 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 practice. Get on a platform. Practice, practice, practice. Get more coaching. Practice, practice. Make a demo. Practice, practice. Keep remaking that demo better and better and better. And practice, practice, practice. So don't expect to be an overnight success. You're not going to be an Elvis. Not likely. Um. Yeah, and Elvis never had lessons for anything. No coaching, you know, so uh, that's a bad example. Um, as you go out and you look for a coach, you go out and look for a mentor, you go out and look for somebody to help you, um, just just do your work, do your research, dig, dig, dig. Figure out who have they taught what have they taught and what successes do people have from that? Folks, there are a lot of very, very, very good coaches out there uh, in all aspects of voiceover, whether it is how to market, whether it is how to get uh, your demo or helping you or doing your demo. Uh, I look at those people as coaches if they're doing your demo because they're coaching you through it. Um, but can you reproduce what they coach you on? And that's what you have to be able to do. Um, what's your, you know, What's your acting level? Have you ever acted? Uh, have you ever done things publicly? A lot of times, it's not just the acting. If you've had to do a lot of public speaking, and maybe you've been in a, a job to where you had to speak to people a lot, maybe you were in sales, um, you know, and of course, there's the radio folks. You've got that advantage. If you have that going on and you can get in and do this, get in and do it. But learn and and don't think uh, instant success. And you may have that. I know a lot of people in their first six months have done extremely, extremely well. And now they're realizing, you know, I probably ought to get some coaching. I, I could even go further. And that's exactly right. You can go further. Uh, somebody loves something about what you're doing or you wouldn't be getting this business that you're getting. Um, but are you ready for you know, agents? Are you ready for production houses? I don't know. I don't know your, your, your situation, but to get there, you got to get coached. You know, if, if I go to, uh, if I go to the doctor's office, I'm always looking to see what school they went to and looking at the degrees on the wall, because I figure if this guy went to Vanderbilt or he went to wherever, you know, UCLA, he probably got a pretty good education. Uh, he should know what he's doing. Uh, but here's the other thing. Doctors can make A's and doctors can make C's. I'd like to have the A doctor, please. But we don't always know that, right? So with this, 
Sometimes we don't always know with a coach. Is he an A or is he a C? Sometimes you may have to go through a session or two and say, you know, I just don't know that they're really helping me that much, and then make a change. You don't have to tie yourself to one person and be stuck. You can move around. You can go to other people. You can be going to multiple people at once. Uh, a couple of months ago, I was going through private coaching with, with two people with the same group. I was going through workshops um, once a week with two other different VOs, and I was also studying a private course I had bought, uh, which was from another VO. There were like, so there were five different things I had going on, but it was five, you know, I, I was trying to find where do I really want to invest my time and money, and I settled in on, on somebody, and I've stuck with them. Um, I may be ready for something else later, and that's fine and great. You know, and, and if I can get there, great. If I can save up that money and get that done. Um, without giving names, uh, I, I will say that I, I, I feel really bad sometimes when I know uh, questions are getting asked in these Facebook rooms of what do you think of this person? What do you think of that person? What do you think of how they do this and that? And I'm going to tell you the bottom line for all of us, and not just them as coaches or as VO people who have groups and they're trying to help people, 90% of the people are out to make make a living, right? They need to make a living. So if their voiceover work is not doing great, maybe they're not having the best month, then they may start pushing a new course or pushing something else or pushing this group or that group or sign up for this or that. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying they are likely trying to make a living, which is what we all would do. If you want to focus on people who have already made a living or already making a living, then it's going to cost you a little bit more. You're going to pay more for J. Michael Collins. You're going to pay more for demos that rock and Chuck Duran. You're going to pay more for lots of, um, oh gosh, I just went blank. Um, Cliff Zellman, if you want him to do your auto demo, it's not going to be cheap, but it's going to be good because they are good. You can go get that somewhere else for way less, and it may get you by, and it may work, and you may shoot to the top. God bless you. I hope it happens. But think about the level you're working at and the level you want to be at. So here's another controversial thing. If you're in Facebook groups that are for voiceover, and you've been in the same group for over a year, and there's a lot of new people in there, you might be in the wrong group. Maybe you should think about looking for groups for people that are a little further along in their career. Maybe you should not do a lot with those because of the time and energy you put in there. Somebody else will answer those questions. Somebody else will bring them along. Maybe you're at a point you really need to focus on career and focus on coaching and getting coached and focus on a new demo and focus on going after that direct marketing where that 30 minutes a day or hour a day that you're losing on that Facebook page could be placed somewhere else. I'm not saying dump all your groups. I haven't dumped all mine. I even went back to one I got out of because I thought maybe I jumped out too quick. Maybe there's still some useful stuff there for me 
because I felt like uh, my um, involvement with Fiverr had gone good for a couple months, and then this past month, it just wasn't as good. I don't think I really did anything. I don't think, but I thought at least in there, I might can get some feedback and watch what's going on. Um, but I'm not going to spend a ton of time on that. I know some people might say, well, no, I can tell you're kind of obsessed with what's going on with Fiverr. It it's not an obsession. It is a thing of, I really want to understand what not to change. If I can get some parts of this profile right and the description and the keywords and the thumbnails, I'd like to just get it set and leave it alone. Uh, and I was pretty close in April. And then in May, it got it just got a little off. I'm, I, apparently, I made some changes I don't even remember making. But the most the, the biggest one I can remember, and I've probably got to fix this back, is I put myself on the front of my video, you know, saying, hey, I'm Troy, welcome to my Fiverr, blah, 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 blah. And they say that's good to be personable. But you know what? I think I'm going to take that off because I think people want to hear what you can do right out of the shoot. They need, give me 10 seconds of your best right on the front. And then at the end, I can say, hey, I'm Troy. Thanks thanks for stopping by. Now hit that green button. Let's order or something short. They can see I'm not a human. I'm not a caricature that is on my thumbnail. Um, yeah. So I'm not obsessed. I'm just trying to figure some things out on my own because I have, I have been through, uh, you know, where people look at your gig and they make recommendations and whatever. And I really haven't seen tons and tons of changes when I go through that and I do what they tell me. Some maybe, but not a lot. Um, all those standards that are out there that everybody teaches, you know, fill up as much as you can and fill out everything and use up all your words and do this and do that. It's all pretty standard. There's got to be some other things that help that, and there are things that go on in the background that we don't have control of, like those after uh, the after you've gotten your review, and then they send them that, hey, how'd you really feel about them? You know, that might make a difference. And, you know, there's always things going on, always things going on in the background. You know, even a, a cancellation, I think, can do such harm on there. And then on the other hand, Upwork, uh, I'm, I went from you know, a thousand a month down to like 200 a month this past month. That's on me because I'm not in there digging like I used to. I mean, I used to really dig. Uh, I would go deep in, into the submitting proposals and I would submit a lot of proposals, but I haven't been doing that. And I think I got disheartened because if I would submit 10, I'd get nothing and I'd submit 10 more and I'd get nothing. And I thought, man, so I kind of gave up for a little while, and now I'm having to go back and, and push harder. Um, yeah, I said when I gave away some YouTube work, it might come back to bite me, and it may. It very well may monetarily, but it has freed me up time to do some other things, and I think that's the way you want to focus. So there's so many, so much, uh, so, uh, so much information coming at you. So many people have gotten into VO. Are we going to see that fall? Are we going to see people fall out? Are we going to see a bunch of equipment for sale? Maybe, probably, maybe. I think people will continue to try to get in. And there's always going to be those pages and groups and stuff to support that. And there's always going to be people wanting to, quote, unquote, prey on them and take their money to help them where, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, 
if that's their living, that's okay. If you want to pay them to do that, that's okay. I'm not going to give out a bunch of free advice. And, you know, if somebody else is, is getting paid for it, that's their business. They can get paid for it. I've gotten past that quote unquote beginner stage. So I feel like I'm the novice now and I'm nowhere near the pro, but I want to keep digging and learning in a different way. So I want to encourage you, if you're out there kind of struggling with some of this now, that you're getting all this information thrown at you. There's so many people coming at you. You know, I've got this course. I've got this. I got this. If that's getting overwhelming, back off of some of the groups, focus your time somewhere else, and do what you need to do to further your career. The thing I'll always tell you is track, track, track. Be sure you're keeping up with everything so you can see hey, in April I did this much, in May I did this much, in June I did this much, and you're hoping, you're always hoping that is an increase every month. Even if it's $5 in April and $10 in May and $20 in June, you're going up. So I want to encourage you to stay with it and look for the right teaching and vet it. That's a word, a word we always use where I've, where I've worked is always vet things. Vet those teachers. Vet the pricing. Make sure it makes sense for you. All right? Hey, have a great rest of the week. And uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your journey. And so glad to have you here on The VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you. Those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.